0: I want to see you come through,
2: Queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan. And and Brendan. And this is Come Through, Queen. For now, let's eaveshop on the house guest. From outside the Big Brother house with Brent, I'm Julie Chen Moonves. Good night. R I. P, Ginger Zarin.
1: Rest in peace. Sweet, uh, sweet dog.
2: She's on the Rainbow Bridge with Cookie Boo.
1: Bobby is taking them for a walk. Do you think dogs and humans go to the same place?
2: Does anyone go anywhere? <laughs> 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 TBD. Although Vick, Vicky might yell at me for saying such a thing, <laughs> as we see in the preview for OC next week. But Brendan... You had a big weekend this past weekend. We both had a big weekend. Oh yeah, I mean, we both take. I guess I
1: technically had a bigger weekend. Yeah, you had a lot of responsibility, a lot of weight on those shoulders. Can I tell you? So, if you listen to this, you know that I officiated a wedding of some of our closest friends. Dear um, friends. Tim and Trang. Trang, friend, who is a friend of Sonia
2: Morgan. Oh yeah. Friend of Tom Schwartz. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, very interconnected in the Bravo Cinematic Universe. It's
1: like, uh, so, it's a lot of like... I've been a part of a wedding parties before, like, for my sister or whatever. And, like, that is easy. You've oh, got yeah. a clear side. You know which side. Like, you're always with, like, because gender is a construct that people love to feed into. Like, you're always with the men. Not at,
2: necessarily, though. I, people in 2018 have been mixing it up a little bit. Right.
1: But, like, you know who's part of, like, your wedding yeah, party. Sure, sure, sure. And you have places to be whatever. Officiant? Any, anything goes. Yeah. A lot more... A
2: lot more work goes into it. I will say I was glad to have a table. Oh, that you were standing behind a table?
1: Yes. Yeah. I could yeah. put down my little book, um, and do my thing. And sure. I was very happy when it was over. Uh yeah, I mean everyone loved it. I loved it. I will say I got I was like, okay, my friends are gonna say it, but then three older women came up to mm-hmm. me, like mm-hmm. I'm talking like sixties. Yeah. And they said a nice thing. I was like, Okay, intergenerational appeal.
2: Yeah, cross-generation appeal. Yeah. Uh, this was a very fun wedding. We we ate our phases off. It was, if you think about
1: it, a 12-hour wedding, given that we had people over in our room oh, for drinks at five, yeah, and I closed my little eyes at five.
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> so I might have mentioned in the past that I am not one for a wedding after party. But you and I and some of our closest really were the ones shutting it down with the bride and groom in their honeymoon suite
1: yeah. at 4 a.m. Well, Tring forgot that she had the twisted <laughs> teas or whatever. <laughs> Not the twisted teas, the seltzers. We were like, we were like, okay, so let's lay this out just for a second, then we can move on. Sure. The wedding was from 6:30 till 1:15 in the morning. So after the yeah. dancing reception part, they were like, everyone go downstairs to like the official wedding after party. Yeah. Um, which and was- I've never
2: seen. So like this wedding was very New York tri-state by the books of like amazing cocktail hour mm-hmm. plated dinner amazing dancing da 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 an official after party I've never been to
1: I thought it was a good touch because like people were gonna be partying anyways in yeah. this way like there's still alcohol for a couple of hours
2: yeah for sure for sure
1: um, we did witness maybe the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life when all the heads were in a circle. And they each had to go around and chug a beer. Do you remember this? A full beer each. They had to finish their drinks. Okay, yeah. But it was all beer. Yeah, yeah.
2: It was. I have to love a beer.
1: But like they no were skin off their back, they were all in a circle, like, and it was like an official. It's kind of like when you when you're playing kings and you get the waterfall card. But there were no cards, mm-hmm. um. So it ended at 115. We found the after after party in the hotel. Everyone was still partying. This is a group of party people. Yeah, especially the groom's side was party people. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we were all up. <laughs> the way you said it <laughs> party. People. Oh no, not not party. <laughs> like not not meth. not like gay people. Not meth. Yeah. Um. No, it was such a fun wedding. Um. Yeah. Great. Amazing. Down in the books. And like we were both saying before we um, started recording, like we were both very aware the entire time. No like. Yeah.
2: It wasn't like we were like drunk or blacked out or anything crazy. I've
1: used, I've been using the term reverse blackout where you're too Mm. awake. Yeah. 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 Like you just can remember everything. And I literally watched Honey Fall Asleep. Before I fell asleep because I was so awake.
2: Oh my god, that's a little scary. (laughs) Uh, But. Let's
1: get into the news. Sure, And we posted about this in the Facebook group. If you're not in the Facebook group yet, get a life or just go join. Um, So we're going to do a quick fire round of Care or Don't Care about the Emmys, which were Monday night, which is really weird. Yeah. I think it was because of football. That's enough. Yeah. But if you're gonna do a football, then do a football in like the middle of the day or something. But on a also, Sunday.
2: why does the network that has football
1: have an award show? Well, because it, they I think they have to like bid for it every year. Like they have to try to get it yeah. every year. So they tried to get it and they got it. So, but give it to somebody who's not busy. Yeah, give it to um, Bravo. Give it to CW for all I care. Who would host on CW?
2: <laughs> like the like the frog from Warner Brothers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, uh, <laughs> fucking Jughead walks out. Yeah, on stage. Uh, um, so we're gonna. I'm gonna lead.
2: Okay, yeah, lead. Yeah, because I. You're probably more of an Emmy person than I am. So. I'm just like an
1: award show person in general. I watch yeah. them all. Um, so we're gonna go through real quick. Okay. We're gonna do moments, but also we're gonna do like wins. You know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. 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 Um. So there was an opening that featured Kate McKinnon, Keen and Thompson, Kristen Bell, Titus Burgess, Ricky Martin. John Lundgren, RuPaul, Sterling K. Brown, and then Andy Samberg.
2: Okay, so my official review is I was still in Brooklyn Fair getting ingredients for dinner, so I
1: don't care. <laughs> okay, I thought it was cute enough, but it was also like introducing us to like all the people we would have rather seen host. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Like wouldn't it have been interesting to have like Kate McKinnon and Titus Burgess up there? Oh yeah. Um, okay, so. Star power. Care, I care a little bit. Oh, let's get to the host. Colin, what's his name? Jost and Michael Jost, yeah. Michael Shay. My
2: my <laughs> my former classmate. Uh Don't really care. But I'm it's like good to see someone that
1: that I knew in real life up there. <laughs> I, it's just like they didn't want to be there, right? Uh I think that's just their affect. Yeah, right? Yeah, but still, like it just—I I, want to be brought in. Sure. Um, so we got a bunch of awards right off the bat from Marvelous Mrs. Maisel.
2: Now, is this in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know what it <laughs> <No>. is.
1: <laughs> it's like an Amazon show. It's about a comedian in like I want to say the '50s, and I want to say it's like loosely based on Phyllis Diller's like come up into the comedy scene. I could be wrong.
2: Yeah. I mean, the only thing I really... But it's
1: by Amy Sherman Palladino who did Gilmore Girls and, more importantly, Bunheads.
2: And also did India Farrah drag when she accepted her award. Yes. Uh, I don't care. Although, the part that I do care about that you don't have included here is the Alex Borstein win. Yeah. Which people had always said she should win for that show, like, Taking Care or, like... I. It's the one with, like, Nisi Nash and, uh, the sister and Roseanne, Laurie Metcalf. Darlene.
1: Oh, um, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's it like, like, like a, they're nurses. Getting on or te- taking care. They're of. nurses, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, also, wasn't she, didn't she do that, like, skit on Man TV? Miss Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to Claire Foy.
2: I don't care, and if I remember correctly, she, she like, stole an Emmy from someone I wanted to win.
1: Um... Uh, Sandra O, oh, I think, was in that category? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's someone I want to learn. Um But people were saying that, like, if it wasn't going to be Sandra O, oh, then it was going to be Claire Foy. Because this is her last year. Because, like, she's on The Crown. And I think The Crown switches casts, like, yeah. through the generations. It's also
2: Carrie Russell's last year. She didn't get to win. So why does Claire Foy get to win? I don't know. I care more about Carrie. Do you? Do you watch The Americans? No. I, I like, I want to in my heart of hearts. But, like, I care about her from my
1: days in high school when the only channel in my bedroom was the C, uh the wb slash cw i feel like your scripted intake is way down from like what it was maybe oh. a couple years ago. oh for sure <laughs> um i try when the fall comes to add a couple scripted yeah yeah. um sandy newton for uh uh west
2: care about the god is a woman promo for ariana grande yeah although quick side note very sad that ariana is going through all this right now and had to officially take a break
1: yeah same
2: I care even more about that than anything that happened on the Emmy. <laughs>
1: okay, Bill Hader, one for a show I haven't seen. Do not care. I like him in general. Mm. For um, Stefan, sure, and I like. Is that hen- problematic? Is it? Maybe a little bit. I don't know. Maybe um, Henry Winkler.
2: Uh, I think I care. I just want like someone to double check that he's not manga.
1: Okay, he's not. I care for a couple reasons. So <laughs> he went to Emerson, okay. and he's, like, wow. the most active of, like, the Emerson mm. alums. Mm-mm. So care on that level. Um, care because, like, he also just brought a new energy to the show after, like, Michael Shea and Colin Jost were, like, wrong mm-hmm. It was, like, Henry Winkler was up there. Happy to be there. It's people are saying that it was like well deserved, given that he was nominated for Fonzie like seven times and never got it, and sure, like sure, this sure, is sure. sort of making up for that. Yeah, all of those things. Also, one time when I went to watch what happens live um, with Billy Lee, mm. he was taping something with his wife beforehand, and he was like really nice to like all of the audience members. Mm. He just seems like a nice person. Okay,
2: then I care now,
1: and I will take all of this back if he if we find out something awful about him. <laughs> okay. That. Um, Peter Dinklage uh,
2: I only care just because he mentioned the fact that he like in his acceptance speech thanked uh, whoever like the creator of the show or like H.R. McMillan or whatever, like who's the creator of that George R.R. R. Martin <laughs> I think yeah. uh, for, for like he's like thank you I can't go anywhere without being recognized now and I was like oh yeah like I recognize you when I, like he lives in this neighborhood and one time I was parking my car and he was like walking in the middle of the street with his wife I was like, oh, I know who that person is. Not that I watch Game of Thrones.
1: Oh, I was like, I was like, are you secretly a George R. R. Martin stan? <laughs> no, no, um,
2: no. I am a nerd, but like my nerd um, doesn't always
1: yeah. follow the rules, you know? You don't read either. Um, <gasps> Regina King. Uh,
2: always care. Support Regina King. Always,
1: always care. i just give her a award every year. Also one of the most iconic Watch Weapons lives ever. Oh, yes, true, um, true, true, Back in the day, like early Watch of Happens yeah. Live.
2: She put it put it on the map.
1: Um, Jeff Daniels.
2: <laughs> Enough. <laughs> like, what did he
1: win for? Probably like... I haven't seen him in anything since Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> Didn't he just win an Oscar for like... Oh, like The Newsroom?
2: N- no, <laughs>
1: I don't think <laughs> The
2: Newsroom was on. Wasn't he like uh, Winston Churchill or something? Or am I thinking of well, someone else? That's John
1: Lithgow. I think.
2: No, no, no. no. John Mo- Lithgow. No, movie No in the Winston- TV show. No, he was Winston. I know, but movie Winston Churchill, I think it was Jeff Daniels.
1: John Lithgow was what? Churchill. The, the crown? TV,
2: no, like the TV Winston
1: Churchill. The crown? Maybe. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Um, don't care. No, you've had your time. <laughs> I don't care either. Darren Criss.
2: Yes, care.
1: Care. I didn't watch the entire series, but yeah. those photos of him in that Speedo, I'm like not even into Darren Chris, but I was like into those. No, so. he's a babe. Um, and he gave a shout out to the LGBT community. Sure. Um. Shout out to my ex. (laughs) Um, I don't know what that means. Just like a (laughs) little mixed promo. SNL. Uh, winning. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, I I, were against other good shows that I also don't watch.
2: Uh, it was nice to see Aidy Bryant get on stage. She
1: also presented. Yeah. Yeah. Care. Care about AD. Yeah. Little baby. Oh, also like, uh, Leslie Jones. Was so excited for something. Oh, um, no.
2: She was, with, she was presenting with Rue.
1: Right. But she was also very excited about the hats. And she was very excited about Rue.
2: And excited when, when Drag Race won, I think. Right. We'll get they to cut that. to her. Yeah, we'll yeah. get to that in a oh, few yeah, seconds. Yeah, sure, sure,
1: sure, sure. Betty White.
2: Uh, I care. I care. But, like, let people just, like, chill. Yeah. Let people chill. We don't need to put them through this.
1: Like, she, like she's amazing. She's great. She's one of the greats. She loves dogs. Which is great. Sure.
2: And she already had like the victory lap moment. Yeah, when she was like
1: coming back, yeah.
2: Like like back when she was doing um, the show with like, Valerie Be- Hunt Hunt like, da, da, da. Yeah, yeah. Like she had that moment. Like let's not keep like forcing her to do this.
1: Right. And what, what was she doing? Was she getting a legacy award or like they were just like whatever? I think it was just like, it's 70 years of Emmys. And then like, like an old lady. She was giving a shout out to Lauren for the SNL stuff. I don't know. Um, okay. Hets getting engaged.
2: Um, I mean, it was good for him cause like he would have gone by as an unknown hat and then he had a moment cause he got engaged to a woman.
1: I liked it. Oh, like I liked it. I loved it. I, the, it, it woke ener- me up a little bit. It energized the crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really good. Leslie Jones was in love with that too. Yeah. Um, it, I think it was great. Yeah. Um, And then last but not least, but RuPaul's Drag Race. So
2: it was this I very much care about because Ru has won a few years in a row now for host. And the host award this year is like during the creative Emmys. So he had already won last weekend.
1: Mm -hmm. This is the first time the show has won. And like... The best part of the show is, like, the queens. Vixen got her, The Vixen got her moment. Yeah. Like, she was the clip. Uh, Christina got her moment. She was in the
2: background <laughs> um, while they are accepting the award. There was,
1: like, something so heartwarming to me seeing Michelle Visage on stage. Because, mm. like... She cares about the show? She cares. She's the one who's going on all the tours with all the queens. Yeah. Like, she really is, like, to me, like, the heart and soul of the show. It was also good
2: seeing Ross and Carson up there, too. Yeah. Yeah, I really like the show winning. Like it matters more to me.
1: Yeah, I would have loved to see. I would love to see Raven up there. <sighs> I would have loved to know, see Delta work up Delta? there. I know Delta already won her Emmy last weekend. I but know we
2: we neglected to give her a shout out, but this is her moment now. Yeah, for, Delta work Emmy winner. Emmy winner Delta work. Uh, Delta work walked so that Willem and Shangela could run when they get their Oscar.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, well, if if. Oh, no. Do they I mean, technically the cast?
2: Yeah. The cast gets an award for like a SAG. Yeah, I, they're not going to get it for Oscar.
1: I would love to see them at the SAG Awards, and I would love Ooh. to. I would love Willem to give be given one of those intros. Like my name's Willem, and I'm an actor. You know how they do that. Yeah. Also, the SAG Awards bother me a little bit because they have those weird rectangle tables. Okay, and it just doesn't make sense. I've to never
2: me. watched the SAG Award.
1: And they're good, but I would love for them to win. The SAG that. Awards are arguably the best award show because it's all about actors, mm-hmm. and like that's who you want to see get on the stage and win, right?
2: Mm. Yeah, but like I, I also like like the non-actors winning too. Not the directors so much, but like
1: the people doing like a, a makeup person, a, like a writer, wardrobe stylists, yeah. That's why I also think, I think the big thing when the Oscars was announcing the popular film category, they were like, a lot of people were like, casting directors need a category. Mm. And like, that's true. Think about it. Yeah. Like, the best movies have good casts. Sure. Anyways, we need to move on from this care or don't care. Um, let's go, speaking of Ross Matthews, uh, which we talked about, like... Justice for Ross. So, Julie Chen. Moonves. Moonves. It was announced that she's leaving the talk, and she did... And, I think everyone... We have to go
2: through the timeline. First was last week, during the live okay. episode last week, where she opened the show as Julie Chen and closed the show as Julie Chen Moonves. Right. During the double eviction week, which is like the biggest week of Big Brother.
1: And she also called Brett Brent, but nobody's talking yeah. about that. <laughs>
2: uh, so that was like the Moonves heard around the world. Mm-hmm. Then over the weekend, they were like, she's out of the talk. Right. Then... Monday it was announced like during the Emmys that she's giving a videotaped message for the talk on Tuesday that she's leaving
1: from outside the Big Brother house. From
2: outside the Big Brother house is Julie Chen Moonves. <laughs> it was like a pretty long message. It was like a good 2 minutes long.
1: And she touched on every single one of the co-hosts including the guest co-host, Carrie Ann And Abba.
2: Like trying to pass the torch to Carrie Ann.
1: Yeah. Which, Which I thought Carrie Ann was on ABC. Uh, is she still doing Dancing with the Stars? I think. Uh, I remember her critiquing Anna Rapone.
2: Quick side note. This I think there's like a season of Dancing with the Stars starting right now. And I, and I always watch the trailer to see like who's on it. It's Tanase, mm-hmm. And I could not name another person on it.
1: Mary Lou Retton. The sure. legendary yes, gymnast. Yes. And then um, I think her name is Ivana Lynch who played Luna Lovegood in the Harry Potter movies. This
2: is... Th- Probably the worst cast they've
1: ever had. Yeah, what happened? I think they ran out. But like last season was so good, but that was only athletes. Yeah. But they picked like relevant athletes because it was Tony Harding right after I, Tony, and it was yeah. Adam Rupon right yeah. after his and performance of Read You Wrote You. Mariah as well. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, so can we read? So we all thought that yes. Julie Chen. I was already having my theories. I thought Julie Chen would continue this season, then she'd be out. And I thought that Ross Matthews would be in. Because Ross Matthews came very close to winning um, Celebrity Big Brother. Co-hosts the, like, goodbye talks with Marissa. He's, like, someone that people... Is is in the Big Brother universe who also has the hosting skills. Knows the game. Knows the game.
2: Like, was a super fan. Was at season one finale.
1: Yes. So, apparently, Julie Chen is planning on staying at Big Brother. And, um, so Big Brother hasn't officially been renewed for a 21st season by CBS, but Deadline calls her Miss Moonves. Her contract runs for the next edition of, uh, Celebrity Big Brother in early 2019, and one more season of The Mothership Show. Um, insiders say that as things stand with two independent investigations to last Moonves, um... The consensus of the network is to keep Julie Chen on both the now auditioning Celebrity Big Brother and Big Brother itself next year.
2: The fact that it hasn't been renewed is wild. Because this usually gets renewed like week one of Big Brother. Does it?
1: Yeah. How are the ratings compared
2: to like... That I don't know. But it... Maybe only because like,
1: Alex is so into it, but it feels so much more into like the com- cultural conversation. This is a better season of Big Brother than usual. And I would think actually that it would be more popular now because Celebrity Big Brother started. It was so good. And it was newsworthy.
2: And it was a good um, entry point.
1: I think what they need to do... Here's my, here's my advice. Start... Start airing the controversies that happen in the show that the show never talks about. Mm. The show is so competition heavy, but so much shit happens on the live streams. Yeah. That's, like, the the people behaving, like, in, like, really badly. You know what it is? It's CBS. Yeah.
2: If it was literally any other network, they'd be airing it. Yeah. But CBS, like, is catering towards like, an older crowd.
1: Yeah, and a lot of, like, more conservative men. Yeah. Um, and that came out with the Linda Bloodworth-Thompson thing. Did you read that article? No. She she was the creator of Designing Women, and oh. she talked about um, when Les Moonves came to CBS, and Designing Women was a huge show. Oh. He basically, like got rid of all of, like, the women-centered shows. Mm. Like, Murphy Brown is back then. Like, yada, yada, yada. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But we're, like, way off topic from our usual topics, so let's get into, like, some Bravo. Some
2: Ronge. Some Ronge? (laughs) Uh, You want to talk about Ronge? We were talking about Andy Cohen tweeting and hoot and hollering about how good this Ronge trailer is, Uh, in case you don't speak our language, The Real Housewives of New Jersey. (laughs) Uh, And we watched it.
1: It's too much, it's too quick for me to like really pinpoint yeah. what's going on. Well, earlier in the day, it
2: was a LQ low quality trailer that got uploaded by like the Love Andy C. Twitter account. And then we got from Us Weekly the full breakdown, which I think the full breakdown plus the HQ helps us figure it out a little bit. So, Us Weekly reports added again. After making Nice last season, Teresa Giudice and Melissa Gorga go head-to-head in Us Weekly's exclusive trailer for season 9 of The Real Housewives of New Jersey. Uh, Melissa yells in the clip, Teresa, this one's got you going in circles, pointing to new housewife Jennifer Aiden. You don't even know what you're saying anymore. And then Teresa quips back, You're drinking the fucking kool aid with regards to Jackie Goldschneider.
1: When I first watched, I thought she was pointing to um, Dolores. I thought Teresa's mm. pointing to Dolores.
2: Uh, no, because no one's acknowledging Dolores. In trailer. <laughs> she's just there. <laughs> she's not even saying a single word. Oh, that's my mommy. I know that's your mommy, uh, but she's barely in the show. Uh, so then, like, I think the really big moment of this trailer is when um, Melissa's, like, kind of on the verge of crying, saying, I really don't know if you're going to really like love me like a real sister to Teresa.
1: Yeah. I will say though like the setup for it like for some reason they make a big to do about this like one dinner table. Mm. It like sitting in the middle of like a uh, I don't even know where are they in Turkey during that or like
2: it feels like a different vacation. Hopefully it's an
1: early vacation. It feels like it feels like somewhere feels tropical. Like, yeah,
2: like a Caribbean quick jaunt maybe. But like they
1: make a big deal out of like setting up this like weird dinner thing. Like it's gonna be like the dinner party from hell or something.
2: Or it's gonna be like the table flipping dinner party. Right. Which like there's a lot of shots of like broken glass on tables. There's also, the intro is very Mob Wives, like, ladies individually stepping out of cars. Yeah. Meeting at, like, an undisclosed location.
1: Yeah. Um, Teresa's gotten really good at throwing a glass so that it doesn't hurt someone. someone.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But probably most on our minds is, as Us Weekly reports, someone who is barely present in the trailer. Friend of housewife Danielle Staub, who returned for season eight following a six-season hiatus, us exclusively re- us exclusively exclusively revealed Danielle's wedding to her now estranged husband, Marty McFly. Sorry, that sentence is just a lot. Was documented for the reality series in May. The couple, however, split in September after four months of marriage. It's unclear if the footage will be used, but Danielle will be a part of the season.
1: I wonder if they're just, like, trying to surprise bench us. Yeah, I mean, we see Danielle, like, in the backgrounds of shots. What if they pull a full-out surprise bench and, like, first episode, Danielle's center tomato? Like, she she parts Teresa and Margaret, and she's just standing in the middle. Oh,
2: yeah, I mean, that's worth noting that Teresa is somehow sharing center stage with Margaret Josephs.
1: Yeah, but I will say, I went on the website... Um, and it's not completely updated, so Siggy's still up there. Yes. Um, but the pictures are obviously like the new photos of a Margaret, a ZMLS, Melissa, a Delore, a Teresa, and then the pictures from last year of Danielle and um, Siggy.
2: Yeah, normally the FOH
1: is at the photo shoot. Yeah, it gets like a, a, her own special photo.
2: Yeah. So I don't like that. I don't but like that. Danielle I don't like does not have a fresh photo very sad i actually really do like the new photo for what it's worth not that it means anything
1: i like the like i like the background it feels very oc like heather DeBros' first season or Mm -hmm. something okay um so
2: it's well the show's premiering november 7th so we still got we're a ways away which is a wednesday which is when dallas is on right now yeah So that'll be interesting to see what happens because we're only six episodes into Dallas.
1: And I do want to note that like that week is historically as at least like two years ago in twenty sixteen, the week that Vanderpump Rules also premieres. Mm. So we might be getting a Vanderpump Rules trailer soon. Can't wait. And they just filmed their openings. Yeah. This week. Oh my god. Um a lot of the opening filmings Oh my god, the
2: pictures were out of the Vanderpump Rules shoot were amazing.
1: If Kristen is not holding a tray, and by holding a tray in the opening sequence, oh, beyond, sequence. like, standing yes, yes, yes. around Lisa, I'll...
2: She did look less done up than the other girls.
1: But, like, she's got shorter hair, so she always yeah, yeah, just, yeah, like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, should we get to our new favorite segment? Our weekly segment? Our new weekly segment. Um, we've done it the past couple of weeks, the Barbara K. update. Yes,
2: it's time for a Barbara K. update.
1: So we've been reporting for the <laughs> for past two weeks now weeks. that we think Barbara K. is joining the Real Housewives of New York. So now sources tell people, we scooped people, by the way. <laughs> sources tell people that Barbara Kovavit has joined the cast of the hit Bravo franchise, Real Houses of New York, for its upcoming 11th season, alongside Ramona, Bethany, Luann, Sonia, Dorinda, and Tinsley, who are all expected to return. Um, the Bronx-born businesswoman and mother to a college-age son will be a full-time housewife, replacing outgoing cast member Carol Redwell, who announced she was leaving the show in July. Bravo had no, no comment, obviously, but um, as we reported, Barbara Kay has been filming um, test with, scenes test scenes with uh, Frankel's Skinny Girl, Jeans, Lawns, where she danced alongside uh, Frankel, Morgan, and De La Seps. Here is the interesting part: all has gone well so far with uh, Barbara Kay getting the official housewife spot. Recently, she joined returning cast members on Monday as they filmed the opening sequence for the new season. She's got it. So I have a few questions. Okay, I have a theory. So today, today. Luann posted a photo of her and Jill Zaren. Um former guest Evan Ross Katz commented on it. I forget his exact comment, but Luann responded and said Team Brunette. Second post. Bethany posted about Jill. Supporting um, her efforts with Hurricane Florence. Yes.
2: Acknowledging Jill after kind of reports of her being annoyed with Jill's response to Dennis' death.
1: And Team Burnett would be. If. if It would. Team Burnett is. Sorry. Is Lou and Bethany and probably. And,
2: and Luann. And, and Luann Barbara Kay.
1: And Barbara Kay. I think that Jill might get an F.O.H. spot. I want more. I know I want more too, but like... I would be so happy with like an F.O.H. See her around mm. more. And yeah. F.O.H.'s get to go on vacation. They yeah, yeah, they do. Um, That's my theory. And then what's the news about Barbara K.'s bankruptcy?
2: Oh, I mean, she is in the midst of bankruptcy like currently in 2018 in bankruptcy court
1: according to radar online though
2: yeah according to radar online but like they're reporting on like court documents so like they can't be making this up out of nothing like Mm. they have like actual figures totaling over a million dollars in bank (laughs) in bankruptcy uh which is interesting because like this is not the first time a housewife has joined in the midst of bankruptcy a la margaret joseph's right uh and many other wives who've come before Right. So I wonder if it's like, you kind of claim bankruptcy to get like a fresh start and then start getting your Bravo check.
1: Yeah, that's probably it. Because your Bravo
2: check's going to be like better than like what you're doing, I would think.
1: Right. But like, she's a construction CEO.
2: Oh yeah. She, if you, I recently started following her personally on Instagram. Same. Just to like get a taste of what we're getting. And
1: I don't think I've ever followed a rumored housewife. Yeah. ever in my life.
2: Yeah. I didn't even like, I didn't follow Tinsley. I still don't follow Tinsley. <laughs> but like we we already know Barbara K. Yeah, I mean she's like frequently reporting live from a construction site. Good. Which is like a new flavor. And like it's not pretend construction where like the girls are putting on hard hats and like hitting a hammer into a wall, like she's actually building buildings. Yeah,
1: and we don't have to see Joe Giudice. Mm. Yeah,
2: yeah. Okay. So last but not least, we do have a Beverly Hills update. And the update is good. It's actually the best update we've gotten so far. It gives me hope. It gives me hope that something is happening. So, where did we get this from? We, oh, Us Weekly. Us okay. Weekly. Season 9 of Beverly Hills isn't going to be all diamonds and rosé for Lisa Vanderpump. The longtime Bravo star is not getting along with her co-stars, including her close friend Dorit Kemsley, a source tells Us Weekly exclusively. There is a beef between Dorit and LVP and LVP and Teddy Mellencamp. They did a cash shoot for the new promo shots, and Lisa wanted to shoot separately and do hair and makeup separately. Us previously reported that Lisa Rennan and Erica Jane claimed one of their co-stars was not taking group photos of the cast on Monday, September 17th. After investigating the situation, Vanderpump, who did not appear in any behind the scenes pictures and videos on their various Instagram stories, appeared to be the woman they were referring to. Uh, they won't do a group shot with us, so we're sequestered in a room, but somebody's holding out and won't come out and shoot with us. Can you imagine? Who is that? Renna told fan, fans in an Instagram Live with Eric on Monday. They're going to have to like put her in in a computer-like one.
1: Queen. <laughs> yeah. um, so I think the most interesting part of this story is that we have Beverly Hills doing some sort of photo shoot. We have New York doing their intro scenes uh-huh. and then Vanderpump rules doing their intro scene. Well,
2: Beverly Hills and Vanderpump rules are usually like pretty
1: close together. Right. I think the New York part of it is wild. The, but, the
2: New York part is really crazy right now. Yeah. Like they were not even filming last year at this time.
1: Yeah. The only thing is like people have pointed out that it's been, we've had Vanderpump versus everyone else a little bit for a while. So maybe that won't be the most exciting thing. What do you mean?
2: We've had Vanderpumpers. She's always
1: sort of been like the one who like has an issue with people, and she'll have like someone by her side. I
2: feel like she's been out of the fray the past few years.
1: Yeah, maybe. But I feel like, especially like her versus like, of Rinna is like nothing new to me.
2: Hmm. Okay. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. They did have like a year where they were nasty, but I feel like last year they were back to normal.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I don't think. I feel like Vanderbump, like, not breaks down, but, like, sort of closes off instead mm-hmm. of, like, engaging in, like, mm-hmm. sort of fighting. Like, she's actually b- exhibiting this behavior yeah. right now. So that's not my favorite thing. That's why I say Beverly Hills. Clean break, house. No, bre- break that fourth wall. Oh, yeah. Break the fourth wall. Break yeah, the fourth yeah, yeah, wall
2: yeah, sure, already. Sure. Uh, okay. Well, this has been a news-heavy episode. Let's take a quick break, and then we will be breaking down OC and Dallas, baby. Break and break. Hey guys, OC baby. Um, <laughs> not that I'm not excited. <laughs> no, just kidding. I love all of the Bravo cinematic universe.
1: It's just like it's a slog for me. They didn't do enough to introduce the new characters. So it's like every time they're on my screen, like I think Gina would be, could be a great housewife if she had any connection to anyone. Truly,
2: if she had like the jewels trajectory. If we were, like, following Jules, Weinstein, Mm -hmm. going through her divorce at the end of the season... Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. Versus Gina announcing her divorce, like, a third of the season in, without ever even meeting the husband.
1: I also think, like, it takes a special woman to introduce a housewife into, like, a new housewife into the fray. So even when Jules came aboard... I feel like Dorinda... Mm,
2: ushered her in.
1: Ushered her in. Acted like a mother. Like, I don't even remember how we got Gina, but, like, whoever brought Gina in... Tamra. Okay, Tamara brought her in, dropped her. Like, brought her in, then just, like, dropped her. Didn't, like, do...
2: But that's, that's Tamara's M.O. Because she, like, pretended to be um, Heather Dubrow's real estate agent. I know. And then just, like...
1: Yeah, but Gina's not Heather Dubrow, unfortunately. And I still think that this show needs Heather DeBro. Mm. needs her
2: yeah needs her back and then also the people who should be introducing housewives should not be Tamara it should be Shannon Bedore and Kelly Dodd
1: that's right Shannon Bedore actually really really needs to introduce housewives because her only flaw is that she can't get along with a woman yeah that she yeah just yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah
2: so if she's bringing them in yeah like why has Tamara had the responsibility for 10 years now I don't know she's introduced like most of the new Housewives.
1: That's sick
2: <laughs> almost as sick
1: as the house she put up for sale <laughs> that we've been dragging all season. <laughs> uh, I just like it doesn't feel it doesn't look like a comfortable bankette to even sit in.
2: Ronda walked to our Facebook group where a friend of the show Terence uh posted an apartment therapy post of tamara's house being for sale. You get a A photo gallery of like the interior, a nice shot of the banquet, which I've been dragging for weeks and weeks and weeks now. Now here's my question about the banquet: Does it does it seat six? Does it seat eight? If you are the eighth person at the head in the inside, like if you need to get up, like go to the bathroom, blow your nose, like more than half the table has to get up in order to let you out. Which is one thing if you're at a restaurant... Remember
1: if... when I, you were a youth and you would have to crawl under to <laughs> no, go to I the bathroom? Mean, no, <laughs> I used to have to crawl under.
2: We were only like a family of four in my youth, so it wasn't like...
1: <laughs> oh, I had like a big family with a big extended family. Mm-hmm. So like lots of things. And yeah. I drink a lot of um, like iced tea. Mm.
2: So they should put you in the
1: end. <laughs> no, I would never go. <laughs> um, Yeah, no, I agree. And I I just don't... It didn't look like a comfortable place to sit. Um, Also... Okay. She doesn't have that many people in her life that they all need to sit around this big cat. Yeah. <laughs> Just Shirley McLean and Eddie.
2: Yeah,
1: and uh, Ryan. Ryan,
2: that's her her son. Yeah, <laughs> is he still with that woman? No, 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 no. We've reported on that here. Yeah, like she like she was like on the verge of being an FOH last season. And she's nowhere to be found. She got like
1: a makeover and we were all like, oh God. Yeah. Yeah.
2: She got like the Tamra judge makeover. (laughs) Uh,
1: We're starting with this way, which is the only exciting thing that's happened. this With (laughs) with Dodd
2: saying she's the dude and he's the bitch. Who knew? (laughs) Love a problematic time. Uh, Uh, And then like Shane and Emily are in a side room. Shane's telling Emily not to go hang out with the people, not to go hang out with everyone else. Like just sit down, be quiet. You don't need to be friends with these people. And Emily's like, no. Like, I am a cast member on this show. I literally do
1: not know what we're doing here.
2: Yeah, and that's pretty much like this. This
1: fight. I will say Emily is a beautiful woman. Like I like like mm. I like looking at her. Mm. Like love her styling even.
2: Uh, a at little, least. A, a, if we did like one or two less athleisure
1: looks, I'd be more into That's it. That's true. Also, love she loves a blazer. There's a lot of blazers. I feel like there's a lot of blazers happening in the OC mm-hmm. these days.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Kind of like uh, the the
2: bejeweled tops, tops of what this called again? They had like a specific name. It ended you, with top. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like bejeweled.
1: Yeah, but they had it. like yeah yeah. There was like a whole reunion moment and like the earliest reunion about that. Yeah.
2: Uh, but that's it for the fight, really, right? Yeah, we're kind of breaking off, and uh now a rumor is spreading around, maybe even at this fight, that Steve Lodge is dating Vicky for money. I think Kelly announces that Kelly at the says red that, party. yeah, yeah.
1: Um, which like is that true?
2: Um, so. There's two sides to this coin. Also, one side is that he's looking for money on Cameo. Besides Vicky's purse, uh, thirty dollars will get you a Steve Lodge, which is pretty Cameo. low
1: for Cameo. I mean,
2: uh, I mean, I've seen twenty. I think like uh, Nikki Blonsky does a fresh twenty. She's—I thought she was at forty. No, Nikki Blonsky is at twenty, celebrating one thousand Cameos. That's so twenty thousand. Twenty thousand dollars. I wonder what Cameo takes. Is Probably
1: $40. 40
2: percent. I don't know. Thirty high.
1: 30. Who do you think has the best cameos? Okay, I want to preface this with I am never, ever, ever, ever going to be a Trump supporter not supporting that family in any way. Mm. But Marla Maples makes the best cameos. They're well lit. She's usually mm. off doing something. Sometimes she's in the car. You get a peek of Tiffany in the back. So oh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of times she's like on a country club. I think yeah. she was in Mykonos once. Mm-mm-mm. They're well lit. Some people do scary ones. Peter, um, from Pumpkins, has the yeah. scariest ones. Like dark. No, not even dark. It's like, you know, when you when somebody presses play on something and you can see they just press play mm-hmm. on like a selfie or something. Yeah, it's yeah. that. Sure. And one time he was shirtless and greasy.
2: You should have liked that one.
1: He is attractive. He's going back to his like pirate look.
2: No, I like the you new You know how Peter. he was, like,
1: hunk for a while? Like, yeah. Like, like all-American hunk? Yeah, I like that He's one. He's going back to pirate.
2: No. <laughs> that's, the, that's a misstep.
1: I like them both.
2: Um, so, I, Vicky is kind of, like, enjoying the claims that Steve Lodge is after her for the money. She's like, yeah, everyone, everyone's after everything I have. And, like, bringing up Brooks. Frequently in this episode, she loves Brooks so much.
1: She lo- like Brooks is the love of her life, the one who got away, and it, like, who's the one who got away for you? I'm no, just kidding. No one, You're got, very happy no, with no one got away.
2: <laughs> <laughs> He's still here for now. Yes, uh, singing the theme song, baby.
1: Uh, <laughs> Can we talk about Shannon's date? Yes. Um, I think I uh, thought for a second that he was hot. Oh, a brief second. Uh,
2: he's an attractive older man.
1: Yeah. I, th- and I thought the date was bad, but I thought it was like cute. And like he had, he has cats. Get a life. He-, he was married for 30 years. Mm. I always, I always say that, um, if I had a little more space in my apartment, I would get a cat. I need... You don't need more space. No, I need, like, a space to put, for like, the, the litter yeah, box. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, yeah. a, if I had, like, a laundry room or a mud room or something like that.
2: Mm-hmm. I, there's not many mud rooms <laughs> here in New York City, baby. Uh, yeah. I, like... See, the thing is, like, there's there's pluses to cats and there's pluses to dogs. But, like, the math never evens out for me. Cats are, like
1: secretly. They're chiller. Like a fun companion to have around. But
2: they're also scary.
1: No, they're fun.
2: They're like evil. A little bit. N- aren't we <laughs> <laughs> And then like dogs are like too nice. <laughs> it's like get a life.
1: <laughs> right? Get a life. Yeah, get a life, like, Fido. They're, no,
2: they just like, they're like too invested in like their owner. Whereas like the cats are like plotting your death while you sleep.
1: Oh yeah, you always tell that story about when you were like (gasps) dating someone and he had a cat and they crawled on you or they walked on your face. As I
2: was sleeping, I felt like things crawling on me. I was like, gotta get the fuck out of here.
1: (laughs) Are you sure he just didn't have bed bugs?
2: No. It was a fucking paw on my
1: Oh I would love that. And sometimes they would like want to
2: come next to your head. I wanna sleep.
1: Jellicles can and Jellicles will. Yeah,
2: I know you're a fucking Jellicle cat, but uh, that's blind date. Listen, uh, neither of them were in the right. Shannon hobbling in there <laughs> in, like, the highest heel we've ever seen her in.
1: She's, like, really leaning into this foot injury in, like, an unwell way where, like, she wants to make it worse.
2: It was very, like, um... Uh, Sarah Paulson with her little limp this season on American Horror Story. Oh my god.
1: Which, tune in. Tune in. People, people, people online are... are saying it's not the best but I'm enjoying it. Don't
2: listen to the people. Listen to your come-through queen fathers.
1: Spoiler alert for one second, so skip if you don't want to be spoiled. The rubber man is back and he <laughs> fucks Evan Peters. And it's hot. <laughs> You're so sick. <laughs> uh,
2: but yeah, uh, this this nice older gentleman like bringing up too much like on your first date are you supposed to be talking about the ex the kids the, the kids this, yes the kids the, yes
1: when you're that age set the kids are cool
2: i understand to that about. to some respect you're going to pretend
1: like you don't have kids
2: no no you're not pretending that you don't have kids but like let's talk about you
1: but like i for, understand
2: you are your kids yes i know that
1: but like she was doing great lock street team. Ladies who rock in rock. Yeah. Ladies who rock in rock. Get it?
2: Uh, so they only had drinks, right? I didn't see like anything. He had a anything.
1: vodka tonic, which hurt me.
2: Oh, you know what made me uh, a little like embarrassed? What? When he was like, I'm gonna have um, a Tito's and Tito's vodka, Tito's vodka and tonic. <laughs>
1: Like, him stumbling
2: like he like said like tito's and vodka at first i think oh
1: yeah oh yeah that's true yeah yeah we had that big thing at tito's this weekend
2: yeah baby um okay so, so then gina takes an appointment with emily at her job to
1: tell her that she's having marriage troubles like what did she, she like announced she was full-on getting divorced i feel like we went from like yeah, oh, we're having difficulties to like divorce
2: uh you know what i think when people are having difficulties
1: they don't say they are
2: no like that jump is not crazy because you're not going to say the middle part because like then if it reconciles like you're too far down right so you start with like difficulties troubles so like you can recover from that but you're not going to say we're talking about divorce because then if you don't get divorced, then everyone's like, "Oh, you were talking about divorce." Yeah, you see what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, I don't really remember my parents' divorce. It just like was one day you were just a young babe in another house. <laughs> no, it's like so weird in the middle of a school year. You have to move houses, and you're on like a oh, new bus.
2: Brendan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow! I don't care. Lots of the worst things have happened to me in my life. Oh my god! Okay, um, uh, there. So, Vicky has a birthday celebration, a
2: surprise birthday celebration, as thrown by Steve Lodge. And
1: Steve Lodge's family, and and then Michael Michael sort of showed up, and then Billy, Billy. who like Billy gets a lot of fanfare from like (laughs) when he's in a room, and like what is it? Billy's a creep to me. Yeah, not to me personally, but like in my humble opinion.
2: Yeah, I mean this party like where's any of Vicky's? Where's like the girl? Where the girl? Where's Tamra? Where's Shannon?
1: It's a slog. Where's Dodd? It's a slog. Dr. Moon, we're back with Dr. Moon. Dr. Moon,
2: listen, I don't believe Dr. Moon is going to cure me,
1: but I would like to go to Dr. Moon just to be, like, uh, talked to. Or just, like, put some essential oils on me and mm. maybe stick a couple needles in my back. But Have you ever had acupuncture? I want to, actually. Have you? No. Have you ever done cupping?
2: No, I don't want to.
1: Okay. Either do I. I would do acupuncture. First. I hate when people fucking post pictures of themselves cupping. Like, who does? Who cares? cares? People do it all the fucking time. I feel like I saw someone on my Facebook feed, like, today do it.
2: That's really sick.
1: I hope they don't listen to this.
2: I hope they do, because then we have more listeners. True. <laughs> uh, okay, so then Gina's FaceTiming her mom about the divorce.
1: I love a FaceTime.
2: It's just, like, all way too quick. It's it's
1: all, this episode just
2: was, like, give us a season before ugh. you're divorcing. You can't divorce this soon. Uh, Emily and Kelly make up. Wearing furs. And I guess, does it get cold in OC?
1: I don't know, but I feel like they wear a lot of furs. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: I think they both acknowledged that they were. They both had done something wrong, which is good. Mm hmm. In terms of, like, moving moving it along. Right. And, like, they could fight again later. Fine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then we have four of the ladies sitting down. I think it's Shannon, Emily, Gina, and Tamara.
1: Yeah, it's, like, Tamara's dinner for something.
2: And it's funny that, like, we don't get to Gina's divorce till later in the conversation. Because, like, Emily already knew at this point. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe she was waiting for Gina to announce it to the group rather than bringing it up herself. do we get, like,
1: talking about Shannon's date? Yes. Yeah.
2: And it's, like, a lot of advice going back and forth. I'm like, n- none of these people are in the position to be giving each other advice. <laughs> right.
1: Like, Eddie is a catch. <laughs> Ooh. Just kidding. You know he's a catch.
2: Uh, and fun fact. Tamara and Shannon are both wearing confessional looks to this dinner
1: that's very sloppy yeah we don't see that a lot we've seen in the past we've seen um dorinda wear a confessional look to watch what happens live in her first season Mm. the like evan lysacek snake look but i think that was more of like a nod
2: not even that more like i'm new to this like i don't have the whole team up and running right you know yeah whereas like shannon and Tamara like have no business wearing confessional looks on camera in a scene.
1: I th- I like it. Down to earth. It's so sloppy.
2: <laughs> Cause like they look like a sloppier version of the confessional look. That's true. Like Tamara's braid was like falling apart <laughs> during dinner. Sad. Uh, okay. In the preview we get Vicky saying Gina doesn't have a moral compass because she doesn't believe in God.
1: <laughs> Is this our first like straight up just like atheist? Uh, I'm
2: sure there's been, like, quiet atheists.
1: Like Carol. No, Carol's not an atheist. Agnostic? No, I mean, like, there's, Carol talks about death in a way that makes me Mm. think she believes in something. Okay. Because, like, remember she, the way she talks about, uh, Anthony and, like, Mm. all that, and they went to that, um, the cup person.
2: Mm. But that's not, like, religious.
1: I know, but it's something. It's
2: something, okay. Let's... Put on our cowboy boots. Yeehaw! And go down to Dallas. (laughs) I loved the social workers visiting Brandy and the kids. This was a star-making moment for Brinkley and Brooklyn.
1: Truly. I think they might be our best kids.
2: Uh, And you know what? I wasn't getting, like, a Joey Gorga scripted line. I was getting... Amazing, Oscar-worthy delivery.
1: Yeah, and I know you don't like pe- when people say that. I have this in my notes, but I literally wrote that oh. they're stars.
2: <laughs> wow, what a great <laughs> note, Brenda.
1: <laughs> um, you want to know whose kids aren't stars? Cameron's. Mm. Actually, no, they're not. They're not not no, stars. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm but not... we got a scene right after with her kids when she's like getting ready to go to the um expo. Granted, it, it is
2: like. 5 a.m. that they're filming. The right. Scene. Wild.
1: <laughs> and then, like, we learn that Cameron doesn't know how airports work.
2: Yeah. Uh The thing that amazed me with this scene is I thought we were going to follow Cameron on this journey, which I actually would have liked to. Yeah, I love an expo. Like, even though it would have been a solo scene, I would like to see her navigating, like, pretending to run a company.
1: So, so far in Dallas this season, we've gotten two... Wives going out on vacations, like, by themselves. Stephanie with her family and Cameron alone.
2: Yeah, but Cameron didn't really miss a beat. Like, she didn't miss any scenes. Right, but, like, Cameron didn't follow. Yeah, yeah, sure.
1: Also, is this Cameron's last season? Mm -hmm. I would like to make a prediction that it might be. I don't think so. You think there's enough there?
2: I think the whole... I think, like, this mix Mm -hmm. is perfect. This little mix it's amazing
1: uh so leanne and deandra go to a pie place
2: oh is that where they were
1: well like i thought it was a coffee place but then they both ordered slices of pie mm, one I like that. one ordered a berry one ordered a pumpkin how do you feel about pie i love okay so i love pie i love pie pie's ranked banana cream top Get, best of the best. I listen, I love a banana cream, but it's not the best. It's the best. It's one hundred percent the best. I I tend to love a fruit based dessert more than I like like a chocolate. like But like
2: go for a friggin' key lime pie. No,
1: banana cream outsold.
2: Key lime and lemon meringue are both better than banana cream.
1: I like both those close to the top. Um I'm not a pumpkin pie lover, but I will say the season baby. Yeah, I, I don't like the consistency, but mm. I will say, growing up, um, when I worked at Cold Stone Creamery all through high school, mm-hmm. they had a pumpkin ice cream pie. Oh, I'm familiar. That was out of this world. Yeah, it was really good. We would get it, and we got the discount. Wow. 50% off, baby. 50? Yeah. Wow, wow,
2: wow. Yeah, well, they are this Uh And the clown is coming back to bite in terms of... Deandra was screaming at Leanne for weeks now about getting married to Rich, right? And now Leanne gets to scream at Deandra for being
1: lazy. This is like the the plotline of this episode was fascinating to me because, like, I feel like this financial concern thing came out of like the sheer blue. Uh,
2: it's definitely a fan fiction, uh, Deandra fiction.
1: Right, so she's
2: loaded. No, she's just, like, cooking up this plot. She says during the episode, like, her trust fund can support her and her husband and family for the rest of her life without her working. Right. But can't support her dreams of running a company and living off the fund as well. Right. So she could do nothing and just live, or she could try to do something to keep herself occupied...
1: And possibly fail. Get like a cool little job. Like, you know what she should do? She should join a nonprofit on staff Mm -hmm. and be like the head of the development. So like head of fundraising. So do all of that. You're filling your day, still making a paycheck and you're getting to like do something good.
2: Well, if my memory serves correct, she is like a member of, Texas Republicans like da, 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 da. well not so that maybe non-profit. don't do, that. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe we should not be encouraging that
1: I was thinking like Dallas Habitat for Humanity mm, yeah that's very and that ne- way, neutral she also she gets to like help plan the events, she gets to be the queen of the events, mm-hmm. like it's great, yeah, okay, uh Me- meeting with the wedding planner Steve. Kendall, your close personal friend. So, okay. So, I've been to Watch Weapons Live with Leanne twice. This year, I did not get the invite.
2: And we will be discussing that in further detail.
1: Um, but when I went this past time, the wedding planner was there. Which,
2: after seeing him on camera, I'm surprised you did not have more to say about this gentleman.
1: He was perfectly nice. He, it was him and his um, partner they're both very, very, very nice. Like mm. whatever. And I was like, his partner, they I don't know. They're like a little different looking than each other, but like I don't know. I don't know how things work. Like mm. this guy's definitely more eccentric than like his partner who looks like any other like gay guy in Random his like, Dallas like guy. forty. Sure. Um but yeah, he's a character but very nice. Um, so I have no drags. No drags to give. No.
2: Uh we're looking at a guest list of five hundred to one thousand.
1: Which is wild.
2: Which Leanne later clarified on Watch Five Men's Live is dwindled down to either three twenty five or three seventy five.
1: Still a lot. A lot. So I'm familiar the uh event I usually go to in San Francisco this time of year that I had to miss for the wedding, mm-hmm. which is like an event for like a charity. Sure. 400 people. Sure. So, like, the fact that this is that big is yeah, wild to but me. but
2: her charity world's not going down the toilet. <laughs> uh, so, we seem to be pinning down a date of November. November, which is in... is in moments. moments. Away. Like, do we have a date? Like, do we have an actual invitations out? Was there a bachelor party? Did Stormy Daniels show up? So, here's my question. Like, the bringing up of Stormy Daniels, is that like a... Is that like a dig on the by the age appropriate gay in terms of, like, I am bringing up someone that you as two MAGA
1: people don't want to hear about? Here's my breakdown of what I think. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think it was a little bit of a dig, but I think there are all kinds of people who, like engage in politics in a way that's not surface level that's surface level and it's not mm. like extreme extreme so okay. I think it's like something that they can both laugh at
2: like it's just like talking about like,
1: like what's I, going on in the news like I think I could make this joke to like one of my uncles mm. not like all of my uncles because some of my uncles mm. are like super engaged like I could yeah, make yeah. this to one of my uncles and he'd find it like funny mm-hmm. and we could like laugh about okay. it though I would never use Stormy Daniels like that yeah Yeah. okay so I forgot that Carrie was living at her parents' house while the renovation was happening. Yeah. So I was like, oh, it's really weird to me that Deandra's showing up at Carrie's parents' house. Mm-hmm. Um, But then I remembered.
2: Yeah. But Carrie's parents aren't actually there, though.
1: Right. They're like in...
2: Which I feel like, you know, that would have given Carrie more of... <laughs> plotline. If the year? parents were there. Yeah, I'm surprised like she didn't orchestrate that to actually be happening. I wonder what her parents are like, but also I don't need I don't need parents. More parents. I don't need more parents, but I would think in Carrie's mind of being like I don't have anything
1: going on. Right. But like when a special parent comes along like Mama D or like um Dale, then it's good. But if I'm having a parent like Marge Sr. forced <laughs> Marge upon me. Marge
2: Sr. in the fucking trailer getting a vaginal rejuvenation. Like. Enough.
1: So this is where we sort of get the breakdown of. Carrie
2: riding rat, out Leanne.
1: Yeah. But first DeAndre's finances and oh, yeah. then Carrie riding out Leanne um, about the $200 in the bank account thing.
2: I love the $200 bank.
1: Same. Because, yeah. like, girl, I've been there. <laughs> 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 Makes you relatable to me personally. Um, can we talk about the Holman family business and how it's actually the most legitimate Housewives-related businesses? I know it was well-established before... We ever met it, but like, it's... It's a beautiful office. Yeah, did you go to their website? Oh, no, no, no. Like, apparently, they do the lockers for like, all the major... Yeah, gyms,
2: yeah.
1: And like, sports teams.
2: Oh, wow. Like, college
1: sports teams, like, that sort of thing. Is Stephanie Holman the richest housewife? No. But is she... is. Is she top... Ten, yes. Is she top five? I wouldn't
2: say five. Current. We, we need to revisit this.
1: I would say she's top five. I would say Bethany, Vanderpump, Stephanie.
2: Candy has more money
1: than Stephanie. Candy! Candy! Candy, but Stephanie.
2: Is uh, close up I'm there. I'm sure I can find someone else who has more money.
1: Who? There's no one. I put you on the spot, I'm sorry. Now, I I didn't... apologize.
2: Also, I feel like Vicky could have more money.
1: There was also an article about right? Celebrity Net Worth, that website, on New York Times this week. And, like, apparently it's all a sham. So, like, there's no way of us really to find Oh, out.
2: Celebrity Net Worth is, is fake. Yeah. Yeah. I believe that. But my
1: gut tells me that it goes Bethany. Actually, Bethany Candy, Vanderpump, Stephanie. My Just my gut. And I also predicted, I didn't predict anything. I mean, there's
2: no one in New Jersey who has money.
1: I think they're like going the other direction in the red. <laughs> Every single one. Of we them. have more money. <laughs> uh,
2: okay. So they're being very charitable. Beautiful. Okay. We go, <laughs> we go to an anger room.
1: Maybe Monique. Professional athlete. Possibly.
2: Yeah. yeah. Any, anytime there's a prof- professional at- athlete involved.
1: Yeah. But that's still Stephanie being top five.
2: Well we'll revisit this. Okay. Okay. So we're in an anger room because we live in a surface a surface r a surface society. Dallas is all about surface. Surface. I mean Leanne says that like twenty-five times.
1: Oh, I like didn't catch that. I was busy looking at Carrie's outfit, which I actually really liked. A legging with like almost a Timberland type boot, I love.
2: I mean, listen, here's the thing. we love to dry Carrie. <laughs> But she's like turning looks something pretty.
1: Usually, <laughs> she's right? the bitch from Dallas City. <laughs>
2: yeah. Like, does it? I feel like she's like low key one of like the, the saw herself very on TV. Beautiful.
1: Saw herself on TV and learned how to play the game. She didn't look like she never looked bad. No. But like, she definitely like, upped looks. I think Leanne is also trying to up the looks, and there's a lot of good Leanne casual day wear scenes. Where she's making choices and like trying to be like a do a judge, and I think she's succeeding a lot of the time.
2: We just need to like have the hair not down to the
1: butt. Yeah, and I hate commenting on women's looks, but we just did. Sorry.
2: (laughs) I I I mean like Leanne's our mommy, so that's fine.
1: That's true. Um, Okay,
2: so (laughs) I did see the thing with Cameron is like you like she like she'll fade into the background, and then like occasionally she has like funny moments like when she's like 200 dollars. is that like in her starbucks account or something that you thought
1: that was funny i thought that was well rehearsed
2: (laughs) well (laughs) it is what it is uh but it was funny how like everyone seemed to be able to recover from all everything they said or did like carrie
1: recovered leanne recovered we had andrew recovered we had okay our first fight was leanne versus d our second fight was Carrie versus Leanne it wasn't a real fight but it almost went there our third fight was Brandy Brandy versus stormed out Brandy versus D or Brandy versus Leanne so oh Brandy versus I
2: think Leanne it was, for talking shit about Brandy to Deandra
1: yeah and then yeah Leanne yeah um there was just so many fights oh and then there, then we got Cameron versus Brandy. Because mm, yeah, yeah. Cameron they called her. A, are, yeah, those were all the fights. Yeah, they were all good and pivoted so quickly. Yeah, these women are professionals. Um, a few moments that I did love. I loved smashing things.
2: Well, I loved everyone laughing at Cameron. I know I'm like I sound like a Cameron super fan, but like when Cameron wrote, "I want to live the simple life," and everyone was like, <laughs> "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> um, like Le- like Leanne's was like anger, and she's like th- <laughs> dangerous or whatever. Da- it was
1: dangerous. Um, can we find one of these rooms and go to it?
2: Is that is that the right thing for you? <laughs> I'm scared of you in an, in an anger
1: room <laughs> and a bat. Maybe
2: you need that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. People are gonna think I'm angry. Mm-mm. I don't think I've ever been angry. No, you're the one who yells at me. Um, one no, but I... I'm
2: the one expressing the anger, you're holding it in,
1: so that's what might be scary. I guess. Mm. I don't feel like I have anger inside okay. me. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> um there was a like, really cute moment between Stephanie and Brandy where <gasps> Stephanie said, I believe that I'm not perfect, and Brandy goes, Oh, that's sad, I think you are
2: Actually when also Stephanie, I don't know if she was talking to like DeAndra or Leanne was like very sweet. Like this is Stephanie's season
1: she truly is she's rising in the ranks.
2: She's been like a mouse in the house for the first two seasons mm-hmm. and she's like finding the
1: right way to navigate this housewives game. And like like I was saying last week I think like people love her. Tim, who oh, we yeah. just saw and got married, hats. loves her.
2: If you know a hat, they probably love stuff.
1: Yeah, they're probably watching Below Deck then they're loving stuff.
2: Uh and then also Brandy was funny in terms of like they were all talking about, like, $200, and Brandy's like, I grew up in a trailer. Yeah. <laughs> not even a double line. Is that true? That she grew up in a trailer? Yeah. I mean, like, we've, I, we've gone home with Brandy, right? And hasn't it, like, not been...
1: It wasn't a trailer. It was. Or did like, we go with Stephanie? I don't remember. No, yeah. we went home with Brandy because the big thing was, like, she has a weirdness with her parents. That was, like, mm. season one. Okay. There was a weirdness with her parents. But sure. maybe I think they had moved out of the trailer. Yeah, into yeah. That I'm house. sure it's
2: been like a few years.
1: Um, uh, yeah, Dallas, Dallas. Like, it's. I'm not gonna say it's a filler episode because it was good. There was yeah, so much it was happening. Good. A lot happened. It's just like it's so good. And people, okay, here's the thing: we usually tell people to grab someone's phone and subscribe to our podcast, but do that people. first. Yeah, and then after you're done doing that, grab their remote control in their home. And DVR Real Houses of Dallas. Mm -hmm. And also DVR The Purge, because I'm liking that show too. But DVR Real Houses of Dallas. Let's get the ratings up. Let's get people watching. Let's get people streaming. Let's get eyes on the TV. Yeah, send a link. If you're like, if your friend asks you what show to watch, Mm. send them a link to Real Houses of Dallas. I know, don't
2: try to be like hoity-toity and be like, watch The Crown.
1: Yeah. Claire Foy
2: already got her. I mean, we still don't care. I think I want to get into that show. I get a kettle life. Okay. Freak of the week. Um Sadly, I mean, we've <laughs> given her the queen many times. So it's time for her to get the freak. It's Leanne Lockin. She broke a yearly tra- tradition, <laughs> two years running, of inviting Brendan to watch What happens Live. For what? A workus and yeah, a Stephen yeah. McGee. Yeah. Why would you forsake Brendan like that? On Why would the you third year. <laughs> third Especially year.
1: after last year, we got we like were
2: getting along. Yeah, it was like it was an upward trajectory and now we're just like I think what happened
1: is she got too big for a bridges? Yeah, I mean like she was like I mean she's the matriarch. Yeah, but I think originally, so Dallas wasn't ever nobody was like being friends with Dallas from other franchises. Even
2: even Andy wasn't even being but friends with. But something
1: changed this summer when Leanne was invited to Jill Zaren's mm-hmm. luncheon. Mm-hmm leanne started becoming friends with other people and she the was Bravo, making connections at the, the cinematic universe i'm sure
2: th- she this is where she met Workus and stephen it is luncheon. we reported yeah, on yeah, it
1: yeah, yeah. yeah um so i i'm here here's the thing i'm fine with it listen she's got
2: she's, got a, she, you she's gotta she's gotta live her life she helped, you helped <laughs> her walk before she could run Right,
1: (laughs) And I will say I noticed that she got the better dressing room this year Mm. um, because last year and the year before she was in like there's when you go to watch opens live there is the bigger dressing Mm -hmm. room and the smaller dressing room and the bigger person usually gets the bigger dressing room last year was Kelly Dodd this year they put Leanne as the star with one of the people from Bravo's play by play yeah
2: so we know who the star is. And
1: his name is Brendan, which pisses me off secondly. <laughs> Imagine how good the banter would be. Oh
2: my oh, God. Nice to meet you, Brendan. I'm Brendan. Oh, you want to be on the show with Brendan?
1: <laughs> no, but like, you know what I mean? Like backstage, mm-hmm. like when he comes around oh, to the dressing room. you were the guest. Like, I see, I see. Like, I hey, see. Brendan, I'm Brendan. Yeah. Versus <laughs> everyone laughs for two Steven. seconds. It's great. Yeah.
2: Brennan, who is our one true queen? So, we've given
1: this person queen many, many times. times. Probably the most. <laughs> Besides the fact that we're not even on her team. People think that we're Team Carol and we'll rot in the grave. like that. This, we're not part of the Bravo problem. We are Team Carol, but can notice when Bethany does something good, which is a lot nowadays. Yeah,
2: I mean, hello, Hurricane Florence. So, Bethany
1: weekend. sprung into action with... Hurricane Florence. Not only did she do that, she rounded up celebrities. Let's name a few for them. For uh, you,
2: in the very same tweet, celebrated Xtina and Erica Jane.
1: Yeah. Um. We got Leah Michelle. We got Luann. We got Jill Zarin today. Jill Zarin. I think we even got like a Kelly Ripa in there. Oh, we got, definitely got Kelly Ripa. Um. There were a few others that I was like, oh wow, this is great. I love the focus on. We got women. Claire Foy. I think we Just got kidding, we didn't. No, we didn't.
2: I think we got one man in there. I can't remember who it was. It was probably like The Rock. <laughs> the Rock. <laughs> uh but yeah, I mean, hello.
1: So Bethany honestly is doing amazing work. Um I wow, was
2: while wow, like Trump is like stomping around saying like, "Oh, there's like a lot of water."
1: Right. Did you read that? Did we talk about that piece that was written about Bethany, that profile about that and how she was like, yeah, like I know Donald Trump. It's just, I'm like a little surprised that he hasn't said anything.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um,
1: so no, shout out to Bethany. Shout out to my ex. Um, yeah.
2: Shout out to the come through queen listeners. Shout out to the Facebook group. Yeah. You should pop in there and join. There, join. There's so many, there, like there's so many topics that we covered this week in the Facebook group that would have been prime for this very episode mm-hmm. that you're missing right now.
1: Like not being like Like, was just, there was too much news. We couldn't get to Leanne and hanging out with Ramona. Yeah. But it's in the Facebook group. You yeah. better join.
2: Uh, you also better subscribe on iTunes
1: or Google Play and leave a review while you're there. You also better give us a call at 7... 1747 Freak 71747 Freak. You can follow Dan on Twitter at IDKIDK. You can follow me at not Brendan.
2: Yeah. And you can like, comment, subscribe, heart, or retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. I
0: wanna see ya
1: Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.
0: If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. For full, important safety information, visit juvederm.com.
1: ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend.